Today, we're going to be talking about self-defense. We're also going to be covering the 2011 incident between the Mongols Motorcycle Club and the Hells Angels and Sturges and see if self-defense applies to that. Here is the 2011 incident between the Hells Angels and the Mongols MC. Now, why this incident? Well, I was talking to a subscriber, whatever have you, and he brought up a point of when these guys get in a fight, and this is his quote, do they ever bring up self-defense? And I was like, you know what? That's a very interesting question, and I know that some clubs do do that. But what are the aspects of self-defense that you should know in case you get hemmed up in something and that's something you want to use in a court case. But this incident, again, was in 2011. And what came out of that incident was this kind of paranoia with law enforcement as well as the media. There is also another clip coming up after this one, but I wanted to go uh, over this one. As you can see, all the cops are there. They got angels on the ground. They got uh, Mongols on the ground. At least they're not out there freaking, you know, banging heads and stuff like that. But I guess there was about 20 on each side. Uh, they started the fights, but within minutes, the Sturgis police were at the scene. They, you know, the guns drawn, taking control, BS. Uh, it was something that wasn't, or how can I say it? Sturgis wasn't used to because Sturgis is known as neutral ground. So what happened in 2011 was a big shocker, to say the least. But this is some of the incident that went down. I wanted to show you a video because I remember this was circulating all over the internet back then. So, could one of the members that were arrested that day use self-defense as an argument? Self-defense law in this country, and I'm not a lawyer. I'm just coming from my brain, my thoughts. We're actually going to have a short little video where a lawyer does explain what self-defense is, what you can get away with, what it's considered, the whole nine yards. There is five elements to self-defense. And why am I bringing this up and why am I using that video well, that incident in Sturges, it did change a lot of stuff. You'll see later on, again, how the incident in Waco, Texas, changed a lot of stuff going on in Sturges because everybody was getting paranoid. And that's what the media does, is they'll paranoid citizens. It's a good story, and it gets a lot of freaking views. So anyway, five elements. 
They say innocent, eminence, proportionality, avoidance, and reasonableness. A lot of reasons why castle doctrine are is being enacted in states is because there are situations where, say, a robber's coming in the house. Next thing you know, he's there to either rob you or shoot you. And then he turns and you shoot him in the back. Well, guess what? Now they want you. So castle doctrine's a little different. And if you're in a more liberal state, if you will, they would actually charge you with attempted murder or something or murder, whatever they're going to charge you with. Again, I'm not a lawyer. Because you shot them because they were running. So when you're in a fight, say in a bar, this is what's going to be used to judge if you were trying to defend yourself. And I don't think it's actually fair that they do use these like imminence, proportionality, avoidance, blah, blah, blah. Because if avoidance was the case in a bar and somebody was attacking you, they're going to say, well, why didn't you walk out after you put him on the floor? Well, I didn't want him to get up. That's why. But you're still going to get hit with an assault or battery. Or both. And they also use reasonableness in regards to how much force you had to use in order to defuse the situation or end the situation. There's an old saying, and I'm sure you guys all heard this. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. In reality, most people would want that. It's just not a cool saying. I would rather be judged by 12 than uh, carried by 6. Because your life is more important than anything out there. And if you got to defend it, I think you should be able to defend it without worrying about it. Now in the case of the Sturges, it looked like it was a Hell's Angels clubhouse. And the Moggles went there. So could a Hell's Angel that was present there use self-defense? And again, I didn't look too hard into this case because it was just a discussion that was brought up. But I'd have to say, yeah, because they came at them. That was innocence. And then if knives were pulled out or weapons were pulled out, that could meet the imminence uh, portion of it. And I guess one and one was stabbed. I don't know if there was any deaths in this one. So that's proportionality. Avoidance. Well, they were on their own property. Somebody else came to them. There's no way to avoid it. And reasonableness. Well, it was a one-on-one type of deal for that incident. Same thing with uh, the casino, the Laughlin thing. Could both sides claim self-defense? According to that one, one of the clubs came in where the other one was already there. So there's a lot of reality behind all this. That's why I'm not a lawyer. 
but looking from the outside in, it kind of looks like, yeah, some of the people that claim self-defense, it was their best move. And now you got so much technology out there where it really catches everything that's going on. So that helps too in a self-defense type of deal. A lot of bars have it. All the events have it. You know, you got a thing called this little uh, phone computer right here where it captures anything and it captures in high definition. My cell phone shoots video better than my regular freaking uh, camcorders do that I use for interviews. So let's uh, listen in on this lawyer real quick. That way he gives you a better ideal of what self-defense is about. Hi, Stefano Malay here, San Diego criminal defense lawyer and partner at the Office of David P. Shapiro, where we help good people regain control of the future when charged with a crime. Anytime I come across an assault, a battery, a domestic violence, or even a homicide case, self-defense is something that is always considered as a claim that can potentially absolve my client of criminal liability. So let's break down the basics of a self-defense case. A defendant should not be found guilty of a crime if there is a lawful self-defense or defense of another. Here is what has to be present. One, the defendant reasonably believed that she or someone else was in imminent danger of suffering bodily injury or being touched unlawfully. The defendant reasonably believed that the immediate use of force was necessary to defend against the danger. And three, the defendant used no more force than was reasonably necessary to defend against the danger. So there are two important words that you will see and hear over and over again. The first is reasonable. Defining what's reasonable depends on the circumstances and what the defendant knew at the time she acted. For example, if the defendant knew that the other person had harmed others in the past, that's a factor that can be considered to decide whether the defendant's actions, reaction speed, for example, force, were reasonable. What's interesting about this factor is that whether or not the person actually had harmed others doesn't have to be true. It's just that the defendant has to reasonably believe the person had used violence in the past or harmed others at the time of the fight. The other important word is immediate. The defendant can't use force in anticipation of future harm. It has to be immediate harm. Another important note here is that the defendant doesn't have to get hit before reacting for a full self-defense claim. But the defendant does have to stop using force when the threat has stopped. Look, would I rather have a case where my client was hit a few times before using, you know, using the force or um, fighting the threat? It can make the self-defense claim a little bit easier, but it's not necessary. The other important component here is that the defendant can stand her ground and does not have to retreat in the face of harm. But guess what? The law says that a defendant doesn't get to claim self-defense if he uh, provokes a fight or a quarrel with the intent to create an excuse to use force. This is the part that you'll see people on the internet not understand. They think they know the law and they make problems as an excuse to try and defend themselves. That's smart. So, hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, give me a call. Stefano Malaya, San Diego Criminal Lawyer, 619-295-3555. So that's the legal legal stuff. How they're going to say if it was self-defense or not in court. As in most uh, types of situations where you're busted. 
You want to get an actual lawyer. You don't want to use a public pretender at all. Screw that. You're going to go away for a long time with them public pretenders, if you will. That aside, one thing that does happen when clubs get into it is the propaganda machine, like I said earlier, gets going. The police use that in order to scare the citizenry of motorcycle clubs. China Doll told a story on the show the other day about how a customer came in her uh, station, five motorcycles were driving by, and they had no patches, had nothing on, and next thing you know, he says, well, man, they're getting a lot of be uh a lot of people in them motorcycle gangs now. No nothing. That's what the news, the propaganda that law enforcement puts out accomplishes. It makes people think clubs are gangs. I have an interesting quote here, and I used it the other day on the show. You can't change the masses. They will always be the same dumb, glutinous, and forgetful people. Let me read that again. You can't change the masses. They will always be the same dumb, glutinous, and forgetful. Guess who that was, uh... Guess whose quote that was? Joseph Goebbels. He was the top propagandist for the Nazi party in World War II. Propaganda is a powerful weapon. The cops know this. The media knows this. God forbid, look what's going on with our country right now, but I'm not getting into that. I'm trying to stay on this. When propaganda is used against clubs, it scares the population and what they do is vote for the people that make laws and in return those people that make laws get the budget to the cops. Why do you think they do it? Take a look at this. Waco happened in Texas. This is a news report about Sturges, same year. Rival motorcycle gangs, a shootout, multiple people dead. Those are the headlines from the Waco, Texas shooting back in May, and they are not far from the minds of law enforcement in Sturgis, South Dakota this week. The Meade County Sheriff says clashes between motorcycle gangs are rarely planned, so they can be hard to prevent. Valley News Live's Lisa Badeau is in Sturgis covering the rally for us, and she talked with local law enforcement about how they plan to protect people from potential violence. It's a sea of leather, chrome, and colorful bandanas here on the main drag at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. The majority of people here are not associated with any motorcycle club, gang, or organization, but it's easy to spot who is. I talked to a, uh, a little group of Hells Angels last night down on the street, you know, and I told them, you know, we don't, we don't uh, treat you any different than anybody else, but if you break the law, you'll be arrested. The Sturgis police chief says this isn't the first time there have been concerns at the Sturgis rally about conflicts between rival organizations. Can it happen? Yes, it can. Very, very true. It can happen, but you have to get, um, like I said, spontaneous. There's no 
planning on their part to come to Sturgis and fight the club or anything like that. I mean, if uh, the right two clubs happen to get together and there's and in the uh, right terms and the right place, it'll probably happen. And whenever we see clubs that uh, we know uh, might have the ingredients to make something like that happen, um, you'll probably even see more cops. In the county sheriff says plans are in place just like every year, but so far he is not overly worried. No, I don't think there's as many here right now uh, as we've had in the past. You know, there's some that aren't wearing colors, uh, but I know the Sons of Silence aren't here. They'll be here next week. Uh, Banditos haven't showed up. If you ask Wayne Flack what his colors are, he would probably say maroon and gold because he works at Concordia College. I've got a structured life. This is unstructured. Wayne likes to let loose at the rally, but says it's always good, clean fun. And he feels like that is how most motorcyclists really are. Motorcycle riders are some of the nicest people. They're courteous. Um, they let people in. They take care of one another. So we're a good group. Wayne wants to see the best in all of his fellow bikers and, like most, is hoping for a conflict-free rally. Lisa Badeau, Valley News Live. Now, Lisa says she did ask several Hells Angels members in the Sturgis area to talk on camera, but they told her that their organization does not talk to the media. Now, remember, if you've missed any of Lisa's stories from Sturgis, all you have to do is head to our website, valleynewslive.com. You can click on the full-throttle banner right at the top of the homepage. See how they presented that report? If you can't see through something like that and how they presented it, something's wrong with you. But Sturgis, thankfully, their police department aren't that much of jackasses. Now, if this was in Florida or somewhere else, they would, uh, I remember a couple years ago when that Florida cop said, yeah, there's a lot of uh, undesirables and I think they're domestic terrorist crap and all that. Well, Sturges, they know the clubs that are there usually don't cause that much problems. As Well, Sturges is supposed to be neutral ground anyway. But you can see the impact that that propaganda has on people. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section about not only the propaganda that's being put out, but also about the self-defense and... Looking at the incident in Sturges in 2011, do you think self-defense should have been the first thing brought up when somebody was arrested? I'm about to go over to the radio show. Get on over there, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com, or you can go on Discord and see us live right there. You can see Chinatown's pretty face. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share it, I'll see you tomorrow.